0: Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, beautiful people. Say hello to this Miss Gorgeous Natalie. Hello, everybody. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I am so excited. I am so super excited about tonight's conversation. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, I am Gwendolyn Young. I am your host from your virtual admin expert. And welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So I am continuing the conversation to introduce you to people that I think you should know. So today I am chatting with the fabulous founder and CEO of Wine and Cheese, Natalie Dean. She is a public relations professional and entrepreneur for about 15 years now. And she has built an extensive career in corporate, crisis, multicultural and education public relations, working with national and global Brands, her entrepreneurial spirit and service to her community is unmatched. Very evident in her community. And back in 2011, Natalie decided to create wine and cheese. So, Natalie, tell us a little bit about you, things that may I may not have mentioned, and tell us about wine and cheese because I got so super excited when we had our first conversation ever. And I was like, everybody needs to know about wine and cheese. So tell us a little bit about you and wine and cheese.
1: Well, I think you've covered my background. I can say I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but I have loved the, what I'll put in quotations as the security of a nine to five. Okay. (laughs) So I forget there's a term for when you are an entrepreneur by night and a a full-time employee by day. But I have always liked the flexibility of both. So let me back up. I, my background is in public relations. That's what I went to school for and truly enjoyed writing and creating communication on behalf of other people and being in the background. So I need to (laughs) state that first. You want me to talk about myself and I'm like, "Uh, I don't want to, Um, (laughs) but that's what we have to do as entrepreneurs, right? We have to wear all the hats. So I had just landed a position at one of the top global firms, uh, PR firms, and I was so excited and enthusiastic, and then the work piled on. And you're talking about nine to 12 clients at once, and I'm dealing in corporate and crisis PR, so there's always something Something. going on. I'm talking about having to take your your second phone on vacation, right? So I think- the stress of that job while exciting the stress of that job became a bit overwhelming and i did not have the support system at the time to lean on in person okay. and i found there was this void that i found among other young professional women where once we finally sat down and talked and said hey this is a bit much, you know, I'm experiencing burnout until we were able to have those honest and vulnerable conversations. Were we able to really turn the tide? And I said, you know what, I need to create a space for us to feel safe to do that. And wine and cheese was birthed from,
0: from that need. Wow. So it's so amazing that it started as something personal that you needed. And How interesting for women who are in corporate America at such a high level, and especially entrepreneurs, right? Because entrepreneurship can be a lonely thing when you're first starting out, before you get to a space where you can really build a team, it can be a lonely journey. And even sometimes when you're building the team, it's still not people who are founding something or building something. So the relationship is still different. They don't really have some of the same concerns and stresses. And so How critical is it for professional women to have that space?
1: Oh, I think it's incredibly important and critical to not only the success of whatever business we have, but to the success of who we are as individuals. We all need that safe space, that refuge, those resources, the fact that other people can relate whether it's identical or not, we need that to feel supported, to feel validated at sometimes, you know? And so it's incredibly important to build community in any
0: circle and facet of your life,
1: but particularly when you're an entrepreneur. Oh
0: my gosh. So I hear you talk a lot about, because we have conversations offline. So I hear you talk a lot about ships and you know, all these different tips that you have for women to be able to build healthy friendships. So tell me a little bit about that. First, tell the people what a Femship is and tell us, you know, why it's important to build them and how do we do that? So a Femship is a
1: phrase that I did not, I do not own, but I stole it. It means friendships with other women. So Femships, female relationships. It's funny. I know that you had Jatia Jones on here. Last, Just last, last week. conversation, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's how for those tuning in. That's how Gwen and I met. So yeah. shout out to <laughs> Tia. But we had a conversation a long time ago on the term "no new friends." And I feel like society has has glorified that we can only have day one friends. And if you weren't, you know, along for the ride from the beginning, then you don't deserve to be on this journey. And that could not be further from the truth. I think that we are created, and I'm, I'm going to make this more personal than business at the moment, but we were created to be interdependent, right? So even as we're building teams, even as we're building relationships, like my strengths maybe your weaknesses and vice versa. So we need to be leaning on each other, sharing our resources for the greater good and whatever that means. So I think that for starters, we have to get comfortable with the idea that it is okay to make new friends and it can only help you as a person, you as a business owner to do better and be better in this world. So some of the benefits, I wrote these down, Okay. I kind of like pens and paper ready. Yes, I kind of liken creating and sustaining healthy friendships with how we maintain personal health, right? So, I have like five tips that kind of can help us shift from any thinking of we don't need new friends or we can't trust other women or, you know, other people when we go into business and kind of move us to more sustainable relationships. All right, let's um, do it. The first I have is to wash your hands, right? So anytime we go into a restaurant and we use the restroom, it says, you know, please wash your hands, especially now in the age of COVID, you know, it is stressed how important it is to wash our hands, right? So that's going to be my first tip. But in this regard, I'm relating it to washing your hands of negative stereotypes.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we have assigned so many stereotypes to other women, you know, whether it's what society has passed down to us or based on our personal experience, Mm -hmm. but we need to be handling each encounter with another woman with a clean slate, right? So we want to wash our hands of any of the negative stereotypes, any of the preconceived notions. We want to make sure that any relationship whether you're just meeting them at a networking event or through a mutual friend, you want to make sure that there's an absolute clean slate. So you're washing your hands of anything that would stand in the way of you being able to make a genuine
0: connection. Oh, I love that because many times, and I've seen this and I've experienced it and I've probably been guilty of it where you walk into a situation And before you even have a chance to connect or engage with the person, you you've already formed some sort of preconceived notion about Mm -hmm. who they are or what type of personality they have. And you haven't even given yourself a chance to engage Mm -hmm. with that person. So it's like you're kind of cutting it off at the knees before it even has an opportunity to get started. And I've made some of my best, best friends, like I've made some of the most amazing friendships from people I had never met before, either online or going to an event, you know, going to another state to attend a conference. And we're still friends to this day. So mm-hmm. I love that. So wash your hands.
1: Yeah. And also because listen, we all carry energy, just like we all carry germs. We all carry energy and the energy that we carry may not be indicative of how we really want to show up. Right. so. I That's could come in and look as if I have an attitude, and you may approach me because, or or not approach me because of the energy you think I'm admitting, emitting. Mm-hmm. But again, we want to clear ourselves of any of that, and we don't want to be defined by times when we haven't been. You know, we have we have moments where we aren't our proudest, right? Yes, we I don't want to be defined by those, so we have to extend that same courtesy to others. But what you said it goes perfectly with my next tip into check your own temperature. Right. So like I said, your, your energy, whether it's good or bad is contagious. Mm-hmm. So just as contagious as a cold would be. So just be mindful of how you feel and how that might be translating and how you show up. That's so it takes, you know, self-awareness, but again, this is how you start to build genuine relationships with other women, you know, I was going to say that there's a good chance that we've all passed on bad energy. And it's crazy. If we were in a room right now, I love to do this exercise where I have a ball and I throw it across the room and I name whatever that energy is that I'm carrying. And when I pass it off to the next woman and she catches it, she has an option, right? She can either hold on to that energy that I've passed on to her, or she Mm -hmm. can let it go. Right. So then we also on the in the same term as we're checking what we're giving off. We also have to protect our own energy and not let someone contagiously brush their bad energy
0: onto us. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And I, And I tell people all the time, energy is so real, even in a virtual space. People mm-hmm. think because maybe you're not in close proximity that you that 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 spirit or that that energy won't transfer but oh my gosh it does and so this is why we have to be conscious of who we're connected to we have to be conscious of what we're giving out what we're allowing to give in because sometimes we're carrying something that ain't even ours right you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying it's like you said it's like something that somebody gave us and we just holding on to it it's almost like my mom always says you know, not forgiving somebody is like drinking the poison and waiting for them to die. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That don't make no sense. hmm Okay. So wash your hands. Check your own temperature. What's and next? then
1: I'm going to recommend that we give daily doses of compliments. So just like we take our daily supplements and all that kind of stuff, we want to okay. do daily doses of genuine compliments. That's a great way. And this is actually something that Jatia also subscribes to. So I was glad we were on the same wavelength. I love her. But when you are meeting people for the first time, it's sometimes hard, particularly if you're like me, I'm an introvert. I can't stand networking events. I can't stand the thought or the anxiety that comes with having to make new friends or being a space where I don't know a lot of people, but I need to be there for a particular you know, purpose. And Physical spaces, and there's ways to be able to pivot and do this virtually as well. But in physical spaces, it's an icebreaker to be able to give another woman a genuine compliment. Mm. And whether it's me saying, Gwen, I love your head wrap or your earrings, you know what I mean? It kind of breaks the ice. It
0: does.
1: It allows us to let our guard down a bit because we all have guards that we wear all, we all have armor that we wear every single day right? Yes. But it allows right. us to soften a little bit enough to let someone in. And then from there, you can create dialogue with one another, but because you found a similarity, because you complimented them on something, then that opens the door for more conversation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the, the other last two kind of like tips I have are more so for sustaining friendships. And that would be to conduct regular checkups. So I need to do a a check-in. Girl, we ain't talked in a while. How we doing? You know, is there anything that you need from me as a friend that I haven't provided for you? You know, or this is what I need from you in this moment right now. And of course, that goes back to being self-aware, right? But also being empathetic. So you want to make sure that you are checking the vitals. Of your relationships in whatever way that is
0: necessary, that is good. I'm sitting here like, if any of my friends, y'all out there watching, mm-hmm. we doing that at our next retreat or get girls' night get together, whatever. We we gonna do that right there because that is everything. Instead of taking that attitude of, well, she ain't calling me, I ain't calling her, mm-hmm. what I got going on, I ain't gonna be trying to see what's going. Like, I love that. And you see how we've already begun to make assumptions
1: about what the issue could be instead of actually going to address, you know, what, what could be it. And that, that actually (laughs) leads me to my last tip, which is about going to the source and, and addressing the wound. Right. So if we are really intentional about creating healthy relationships, establishing new friendships then that also means that we are leaving ourselves vulnerable right mm-hmm. i mean if we're talking about a genuine connection exactly. whether it's personal or business we are leaving exactly. ourselves bare in some in some regard which is a good thing because it allows the relationship to deepen but on the adverse effect it can also leave us open and exposed to being hurt offended yeah. and so on and so forth right so i cannot Let you cut me and then not bandage the wound and dress the wound, clean the wound, acknowledge that I've been hurt. So I need to if I call myself your friend and I consider you mine, I need to go to you and say, Gwen, you hurt me, this is how and if it's important to me for us to maintain that relationship, then one, I would approach you in the first place. But two, we would sit down and have a conversation about how we move forward. And I give you the opportunity to say either I didn't mean to hurt you, it wasn't intentional, or I did mean to hurt you, and this is why. (laughs) But until we address
0: it, we can't come to a solution. Here's what you said that is so critical if the relationship is important to me to preserve,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to come to you to have the conversation. And I think that is such a huge point for people to remember, because if it doesn't come up, if it doesn't get addressed, if the person isn't open to having that conversation, you just have to know that it may not be as important to them, even yeah. though it may be important to us. And that can be a hard thing to take in. But I think, again, it's critical to get to that point if you're going to maintain healthy because the key word here is healthy. Right. Right. And if it's not healthy, it needs to go anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, oh, my gosh, this
1: This is is so important to me. And I didn't realize how important it was for my mental, physical, emotional health and. The health of my nonprofit organization and the health wow. of the work that I do, even in my nine to five, it I didn't realize it until I was faced with some friendships that I had to let go, and then I was able to focus on and and understand the ones that really poured into me in the way that made me better, not only for oh me and what I'm doing but better to them and being able to serve them as well. Oh my gosh,
0: and so you are doing this across the country in different states with women all across the world. So tell us Mm. how many wine and cheese, what do you call them? Chapters, affiliates, like how many are there now?
1: Yeah. So since we launched in 2011, and I didn't even give you all the backstory. Once I realized there was a need for women to to get together, I said, okay, me and 10 other women are going to get together and whine about All the things that we don't feel comfortable whining about in person because, for whatever reason, we didn't feel safe or we thought it would make us look less than. We're going to get together in a safe space and we're going to whine about whatever it is, but we are not going to turn this into a pity party. We're Mm -hmm. going to release that negative energy, but we are also going to restore ourselves and each other by also reminding and and saying out loud the things that we're still grateful for. So, whatever makes you cheese or smile. That's how you're going to follow up your wine. So since meeting in my girlfriend's basement in February of 2011, we have launched 29 branches. As recently as last month in Phoenix, Arizona, we've launched 29 branches of wine and cheese. Oh,
0: my God. That is amazing. Yeah. So for women who are in a state where wine and cheese does not exist, how would they? Because I know somebody's listening. They're like, oh, we need a wine and cheese in my state. How would they get the process started?
1: Yes. So on our website, uh, usforeverywine.org, you can go online and click on the join tab and fill out a form. And once you fill out that form, I have a personal conversation with you because again, we are fostering a community. We are fostering a safe space. So this is a very personal interaction. So we'll get on the phone and we'll talk about, you know, why you want to start. And I can walk you through some tips and along the way throughout the journey from when you make that initial commitment to say, I want to start a branch to when you have your very first gathering, I walk you through every step of the way with documents, with videos. I'm connecting you with other members to welcome you officially, to bring you into the fold, into the community. So if you just go to the website and say, sign me up, I want to start a branch, it goes from there and we can start fairly quickly. It's, it's not a, a long process from when you make that initial commitment. So a branch currently consists of between seven to 10 women that you choose. We consider the the woman who says, I want to start a branch. We call her the vine because she's gonna be the one that's connecting all of the other women in her branch. She needs to be cognizant of who she's inviting into the safe community, right? Mm -hmm. And when she, the vine, (laughs) when the vine says, I wanna start a branch, you get your seven to 10 women together and you say, All right, Natalie, I figured out who I want. And then I send you a bunch of resources to help you as you're preparing for that first gathering. Right now, in the face of COVID, we have started doing them virtually. So, our most recent branch that launched in Phoenix started um, virtually on Zoom. And of course, when it's safe, to gather in person. They will meet in person, but it's an informal gathering. We have this slogan where you just show up as you are. A lot of people show up, you know, hair tied, sweatpants, chilling with no makeup on. If you remember Drake's very first song when he came out, but <laughs> it's no frills. We are professional women by day. So this is an opportunity for you to let your hair down. There's no, mess. you can just come as you are. And we, yes, people, we do also have wine. <laughs> I get that question a lot. Yes. Uh, wine helps, but you know, if, you, if you like, you know, you can consume wine and, and snacks and meals. And it's really just a time uh, to commune with one another, to really say, you know, things might not be perfect, but I still have reasons to smile and be grateful anyway. And I have a community of support that stands with me.
0: And this, this is so exciting. I got so excited because this is not really, I should say, at least from my experience, this is not really modeled or taught at the younger age. Mm -hmm. And so I think as women get older, it can become very difficult to create those type of very genuine, authentic, vulnerable relationships. And so I got super excited about this because it's like, yes, we are changing the stigma and the dynamic and the conversation around women can't be together. Women are catty. Women can't do business together. Women can't do this. They can't get along. And we're changing that narrative, right? And showing the world and showing the younger generation something different. Mm -hmm. And this is what I tell the girls that we mentor all the time in our program at Seed of Hope is that what you see on TV is not the norm. That is not the normal thing that happens in society. You know, there are plenty of women who are doing amazing things together and who get along and who are crushing it and helping each other crush it. Like what you're watching is just tea. It's TV. Right. It's, it's, for it's entertainment. Ratings. It's for yeah. entertainment. It is not the real thing that's happening. And so wine and cheese is just another element to show them like, look, yeah. We're doing it. We
1: were born, it is innate in us to be, like like I said, interdependent, to be in community with one another. We were not all blessed with the same gifts on purpose, right? So again, you're talking about all these stereotypes that we hear and that we see, and we've got to wash our hands of it. Because we will get nowhere as women, we will get nowhere as business owners, we will get nowhere as a culture, If we don't let go of those negative stereotypes and really, you know, come together.
0: I love that. All right. So, is there anything any last words you want to share or say to the people listening to our audience?
1: Yes, for anyone on here that wants more information about wine and cheese, again, please visit our website for that's f o r e v e r y w h i n e.org. When you get to the homepage, on the homepage there is a sign up button to join our newsletter. And once you sign up for that newsletter, you're going to get an email from me with a gift. Wine and Cheese just published our first ebook. It's called From Dreaming to Doing, 100 Affirmations for Women. So as soon as you sign up on uh, our homepage, you will get that free download of 100 affirmations, just as it's important to give other women doses of compliments, we've got to affirm ourselves regularly. So feel free to use that book uh, as a starter or to add affirmations to the ones you already say. And then you'll find a wealth of resources on there. Our five facets are career, finances, spirituality, relationships, and self-care and well-being. So all of the resources that we provide, whether they're free or discounted from some of our purpose partners are surrounded around those five uh, targets. I love it.
0: And she has a lot more new good stuff coming too, because I've been talking to her behind the scenes.
1: Yes, yes, (laughs) I'm excited.
0: Thank you so much for joining me tonight. You know, I always love talking to you. I love your spirit. You always bring amazing for every conversation we have. And I just absolutely love it. So beautiful people, if you enjoyed this, which I know you did, I want you to hit the like button, the love button, share it with everybody that you think needs to hear it, especially the women in your life. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions and we will do our very best to answer all of those, be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at youradminexpert.com and subscribe to the email list on the website at your virtualadminexpert.com for more great tips, tools, and strategies that I don't always share publicly. So you want to be on that email list. Yes, and you do. Or sure <laughs> to follow Natalie on Instagram at For Every Wine. And I will see you guys next week for another session of Leading Behind the Scenes.
1: Mwah. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Gwen.
0: Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.